Hello, and welcome to another episode of Pitch About It, where we pitch original films and rewrites of films that sucked. <laughs> Yay. With you is always our co-host. I said that so weirdly. I'm going to start again. With you. With me. Wait, no. Yeah. That doesn't work either, because I haven't introduced myself. This is the worst opening we've ever had. No, this is the best podcast opening you know, ever. You know, with you keep rolling. is me. Just keep Your rolling. The show goes faithful. on. <laughs> With you is me, your faithful host, missing my favorite co-host, Josh, who <laughs> has abandoned the project. But with us is always our guy in the chair. Hello. Do you have a name or are you just hello? Dylan. Dylan number one. <laughs> okay. Number one. Yep. And we have a guest with us today who is... Hello, I am Gabe. That's just that's you just Gabe. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm Gabe. I don't you know? even know your last name. Honestly. I don't even know my last name when I'm saying that's Colvin. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. personal identifiable information. We can cut it. <laughs> it's fine. No, Gabe, we have we have a very large fan base. He's gonna get swarmed. I know. I'm gonna They're get gonna boxed. get yeah. Gonna get me too now. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get swatted <laughs> for a podcast. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so Gabe, tell us a little bit about yourself. Why would I invite you to a podcast like our own? <laughs> well, uh, I'm a movie person. I love movies, and I love talking about movies, but I just like stories in general and, you know, writing, and I like to hear other people's ideas and critique them, and, you know, it's just a, a thing that's always been a part of my DNA. I love that. I can respect it. How was your week, Gabe? Tell us a little bit about how your week went. Oh, it was exhausting. Yeah, in the film program, it's, you know, it's it's constant, nonstop. Yep. Yeah, and it's not just school, it's but it's it's still school when you're done with classes and very little sleep. Yeah. A lot of food, though. Yeah, yeah good free food. Yeah, they, they feed us on set. Like, actually, oh, yeah. that's, that's my main, that's, like, my, my number two reason for going to all these, like, thesis sets is because they feed me. <laughs> I'm like, yes, please. I've yeah. seen a lot going around about how they take advantage of the student labor, though. Oh, yeah. Dude, what else are we supposed to do? I yeah, no, no, seriously. Like, if you were at our shoes, like, yeah. I'm getting every possible, like, free bit of labor I can. Because this <laughs> stuff is not not easy. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not at all. I'm going to get you, by the way, Van Reenen. I don't care if you're not even here anymore. You're mm. you're working for me. I'm a busy person. You have the producer look. So I'm, I'm already pegging you down for, for free labor. So you're telling me that you're so busy? Tell me how busy your week was this week. Very busy. Okay, go on. NDA. Oh, yeah. Can't talk about it. I hate, I hate, I hate <laughs> you. <laughs> I can never talk to you about anything. No, man. can't talk about my anything. project. Okay, so last week we introduced a new concept, new segment, if you will. Yeah. It's not any good, but it's called New News. New News. New Newsies. Do we have any New Newsies, Van Reenen? Uh, we have the Joker movie. The final trailer came out for it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have seen it now. Uh, a lot of reviews are coming in. Um, the one news article that I continuously am seeing brought up, it actually got published five hours ago by almost everyone. Okay. Joker just won top prize at the Venice Film Festival. Wow. The number one film. Whoa. Yep. I also found out about, I think, two days ago. It rated higher than Avengers Endgame, mm -hmm. surprisingly. 
Yeah, I remember seeing 10 out of 10, like, when the first reviews dropped. But yeah. I, the only articles that came out when I first looked it up immediately after that, when my roommate told me about it, was that, um, like, there was a lot of people bashing it as being, yeah. like, kind of too art housey, even for, like, Venice Film Festivals and stuff. Yeah. But, I don't know. Do y'all have any anything else to say about that, like, with the reviews and stuff? I'm pumped. I want to see it a lot. <laughs> I want to see it so bad. He doesn't. I don't want to see it. Really? I don't want to see it. Why not? Because it's like a bias on the fact that I'm a huge comic book nerd, and I don't feel like an origin story to the Joker is smart. Mm -hmm. Like, that character, most of what makes him interesting to me is the mystery. Mm -hmm. And if you take the mystery away, it's no longer interesting to me. That's that's an interesting point. Like, that's how I felt about Han Solo. That's why I still haven't seen Solo. Because I don't want to know his origin. Mm -hmm. Because that will just skew my view of it. Okay. So, that's just my personal reason. There is but one... if you pay for it, I'll watch it, Van Reno. I don't know if I'm going to have to pay for that yet or not, but okay. I think it's good that you're actually here for this point. I was thinking, I'm trying to find a reason to guilt him into come seeing you know, this. There's, again, there's no, no, no. one reason I will watch this film. Dude, I will and I will pay for it. I will pay for it if this one thing is in the film. Yeah, but and I swear if you say it, I'll kill you. No, it's <laughs> I, I guarantee I'm not going to say it. But both of you are cinematic arts majors. Yeah. You guys have a respect for the business. Like, mm-hmm. you want to see... Um, respectable performance you're gonna like honor people who like put all their effort into a movie and it actually does well right Uh, sure yeah so um what's his name joaquin phoenix Mm -hmm. he's already being talked about getting an oscar for this performance because it's it's supposed to be like that good like his performance is supposed to be and i mean it's in a comic movie yeah how often do comic book movies get oscars yeah suicide squad are you serious? Yeah, I got an Oscar for best costume. You didn't know that? <laughs> okay, <laughs> acting, <laughs> acting in a comic book movie, like, is anything? I don't think so. I think maybe the I think um, Heath Ledger gets something honorary. Mm-hmm. He might have. I think, but like, they can't give Os- Oscars posthumously though, right? I think yeah. that's. I think no, they can't. They yeah. like they like gave like like an honorary, almost like shout out thing to him, but they. That's the closest anyone's gotten, I think. Yeah, I mean, you probably would have gotten I think could have gotten one if he was... I think uh, people are trying to nominate um, Robert Downey for Iron Man, but, like, as a whole. Uh, mm. It's just sentiment, though. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just sentiment, sense. but... I don't think the performance is over the top. I mean, he's just playing Robert Downey. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. But, like, it's proven itself as a very good movie already. Like, winning top prize at Venice Film Festival is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. And, I mean... As a cinematic arts student, you're still paying for me. <laughs> but do you feel any like? Do you feel compelled at all to go see the movie because of that? No. No. Really? Yeah. No. So okay, here's the thing with cinematic arts students is like, we're all kind of in on the fact that the Oscars mean nothing and they're yeah. just kind of a political show and really? like, they really they used just, to mean something. They used to mean something, yeah. But a lot of some things have been done, and now a lot of other people are in there that don't care about. I mean, there's a lot of films that just got awards because of like representation and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. Like it it happens. Not to say that they're all meaningless, but it's because they make a bunch of poor decisions. It looks really meaningless at this point. I mean, speaking of uh, Man in the Chair, you can look this up. But speaking of Oscars and and Joaquin Phoenix, wasn't he also nominated for her? Um, I know her. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because that's that's like was he in that? I never, yeah, I've never seen main character. I've never seen it. I've oh wanted to. Gosh, dude, I've been, it's like first You've been telling me to watch movie. that. Choke me with a dead cat. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> You've been telling okay, me that. Okay, I'm, I'm choking you. It's, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's so dead. Uh, okay. For the listeners out there, I have a face of pure confusion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Man, that movie, though, like the way it's best, best cinematography of any movie that I've ever seen, personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than Wes Anderson, but that's not really... That's not... That's not even that's, cinema, that's not even yeah. That's, <laughs> I don't consider that normal cinematography. It's not even part of that category. He was not nominated for that movie. He was um, not. Right? What nope. was her nominated for though? I'm um, almost sure it was nominated for something. Before we get, to, Joaquin Phoenix has been nominated for a Gladiator, um, Best Supporting Actor, a movie called Walk the Line, I've and The Master. I haven't I've heard of either. The Master. That was. That I've was heard Walk the Line. Paul Thomas Anderson. That was a good one. Okay, um, and her. Um. Oh, it won something. An Academy Award. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta find it. Best original screenplay. Oh, that, that kind of makes sense, though. Yeah, it's very original. From what okay, I've heard, it, it like was, it, it was like okay, that script was ten years in the making. Yeah, and it went through ten years of pre-production, and it is one of the best movies about the future that I've ever seen. And you don't, wow. even, you hardly even notice it's in the future. Like it's in a, I think like a fifty years later LA, and it is so realistic. But at the same time, usually when things jump like twenty years into the future, flying crazy flying cars but also like you know washed out colors and mm-hmm. drudgery and you know human like like loss of humanity and yet this was a movie that was so inhuman and was so much about like technology and yet it was also one of the most human screenplays and uh like screenings that i've ever seen yeah. like the way it was shot and the the way it was it was it was like even 50 years into the future when uh, technology is a larger part of our life. It doesn't matter. Like we're still humans and we have to like... Sorry, I'm, this is my plug no, about her. No, it was good. I love, oh, it, so, I love it. it so much. Uh, That's a good movie. Yeah. I'm glad someone's passionate around here. Just because <laughs> <laughs> it certainly isn't me. <laughs> also, her won uh, the award at the Alliance of Women Film Journalists. Um, for nice. Best Depiction of Nudity, Sexuality, or Seduction. Choking with a dead cat. <laughs> is, I, mm, that's, interesting. That's a category. Yeah, that's I wonder if that's the reason why I need to read up on that. Can is there like a little descriptor of why that's a thing? I'm not looking at the Alliance of Women Film Journalists. So yeah, Joker. Honestly, um, the only thing that you could get me to go see it, and you have to spoil it for yourself to find this out. I don't want to. I know, so you won't do it. You're paying for me. So <laughs> I'll go watch it. If the Joker kills young Bruce Wayne, that would blow my mind, and I would want to see that. Why? For, uh, because it's never been contrary. done before. It's never been done before. That's completely new. I mean, that's that's very new, but that's like... Because from what I understand, Bruce Wayne in this universe, which is not normally how they do it, mm-hmm. is like still a kid. Yeah. And like his dad still, his parents are still alive and the Joker's an adult, which is normally not how they depict it. Normally they're about the same age. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, remember, I remember seeing so that. So I'm thinking, I'm like, what if this is a universe where, because there's a comic book universe that's been done before, where it's like an alternate timeline where Bruce Wayne's parents didn't die mm-hmm. and he was murdered in the alley. Mm-hmm. And his dad became Batman and his mom became the Joker. And they can do this as like a twist on it where the dad is a survivor. And the Joker killed the kid, which I think would be really interesting. At that point, I'd be hooked. That's but quite a twist. I don't think they'll that's do like, it. They that's won't like do a that. Tarantino twist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Add some feet in there and it is Tarantino. 
Why is everyone saying this? I don't understand the feet. Feet? Thing. It's no, in it. feet. Have everyone. you seen any of his other movies? Yeah, I've seen all of it's them. It's in every single movie. Mm-hmm. Feet. He has a foot scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but like. Did you see the new one? The in in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. The foot on the dashboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's his scene in that movie. Um, what's What's Inglorious' foot scene? It's uh with Von Hammer's Mark. Oh, is oh, that yeah, at the yeah. dinner? No, no, it's at uh actually wait, wait, wait. It's at the the movie screening at the end where yeah. he takes her shoe off. Mm-hmm. Or he like sees that the shoe fits. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, spoilers. No. Uh, not really, but yeah, he's that's a good he's movie. into feet. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh next news. Wait, I have a question though. Can yeah. talking about talking about Joker. Yeah. Um is maybe you can speak to if the reviews are talking about this, but I don't want to see like a new type of Joker personally. I yeah. want to see a better done version of what the Joker is and was for a lot of people. So the Heath Ledger is what you're referring to. Uh I would like to see a bit. I would like to see Heath Ledger but with a more, you know, Joker more, you know, more comedic, comedic sense yeah. like that with like we're not talking like um Jack Nicholson Joker, but yeah, maybe yeah. like, you know, the Mark Hamill Joker a little bit. Thank you. Yeah. See, I've been saying for a while and I get a lot of stares of like disgust, I'll say, for saying this, but I'm like, Heath Ledger is not the best Joker. And a lot of people love him and will defend that to a T but like Mark Hamill is the best Joker. Now, the best on screen cinematic Joker is definitely Heath Ledger. I think but I think for a lot of people, yeah. I think that's not too controversial of a thing. I mean, a lot of people haven't watched like the animated series yeah. and stuff and mm-hmm. or, or read the comics. And I think for a lot of people, they just don't know any different other than to be like, well, yep. what are you talking about? Yep. But like, I love them both equally for different reasons because they're, they're very much different characters yeah, yeah, yeah. in a lot of ways. And I would love to see this Joker be something that is not just a new rendition. He's not like, you know, because there's been the yeah. Jack Nicholson one and then the... Uh, whoever was Joker for the Michael Keaton Batman, which was... Or, Wasn't uh, that Jack Nicholson? Yeah, it was Jack Nicholson. That was Jack, that was Jack Nicholson. Well, no, no, maybe I'm thinking of the TV series. The Sorry, 60s not, one? Yeah, uh, the 60s. That Joker was basically just a buffoon. Nap year or something is the last name. I don't know. Yeah. But him, him, yeah. That, I don't ever want to see that again. <laughs> I kind of want to see that again. Just to see, <laughs> no. see how weird it would be. No. Yeah. Oh, man. Have you ever heard of a comic book called The Killing Joke? Yes, yes, I've heard of it. And I need to read it. I will say that this movie, which is... It looks very, I don't want to say identical, but very similar mm-hmm. to that comic book. Um, it follows a lot of the same beats, but it doesn't, it does do some things differently. Think of it like a remake of any movie, mm-hmm. like how they remade Aladdin. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but like from what I've heard, there's a lot of scenes that are different, a couple of new songs, different songs in places, mm-hmm. but the arc is essentially the same. And yeah. the journey is essentially the same. Interesting. That's what the movie looks like to me. Yeah. Because I'm not a comic book person, but I will read it. And like, yeah. the two that are always recommended to me first are Watchmen and then Killing Joke. Don't read Watchmen. I don't <laughs> think you'd like Watchmen. Really? Watchmen? I, think I would love Watchmen from what people told me. Watchmen is an amazing story if you have a very, very, very good grasp on comic books. Okay. Like, you have to really understand, like, all the tropes of comic books and really understand every little bit of it uh-huh. to read Watchmen and get what it's about. Could, Other- I, could I go in with the same understanding, that same level of understanding of more, like, the philosophical aspects of literature and, and not comic books, per se? Because um, everything that I've read, like, the, it's very the, fil- the clips of panels... Pan- yeah. They blow like they. You just take any like ten panels out of Watchmen, and they blow oh, my mind. Yeah, they're very philosophical and crazy. Yeah, but 
I mean, I think you, I think you can kind of read anything on any level. Mm-hmm. I just think you'd get the most out of it mm-hmm. with an understanding of comic books. So I wouldn't start there. Okay, I'd get to there eventually because I I love Watchmen. Yeah, the movie. I liked it. I shouldn't like it. It's not that good. Yeah, that's, but I that's did. Kind of like I did family. like it. I loved it, but I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, it's a very. I like it as a movie. I don't like it as an adaption of the comic book. Right. The comic book is very different, and it missed the entire point of the comic. And book. they're making a, an HBO. Uh, TV I'm very show, interested. Which in they're, which a lot of people are saying is supposed to fix that. Um, yeah, I'm hearing it's supposed to be following the comic instead of the movie, but I yeah. have no idea. Well, it's supposed to like go back it's supposed to like not retcon but like reference more of the comics while also picking up after the movie which is yeah. weird so anyway i'm sorry we next news watch man in the chair yeah. um, uh to close out the joker stuff um no, I'm kidding. just closing it out um didn't realize they also gave him a name uh it's arthur fleck um, uh ben affleck yeah. i see um there the, i'm glad he has at least a name that top. isn't like joke cur or something (laughs) stupid todd phillips the director said um his goal is to give uh gotham a new face for the joker Mm -hmm. um he also thanked warner brothers and dc for stepping out of their comfort zone and taking such a bold swing on him and this new movie concept so i think it's good that he's going out on a limb trying to do his own thing about it didn't it it get an r rating i heard got an r rating um, because I heard they were working really hard to get it to have an R rating, and there were talks at DC to get the Joker, like get make it like its own separate universe, which it already is. But they were gonna call it like DC Dark or something like that. Mm. It was gonna be like a uh, bunch of like R rated movies. I don't think it's gotten it yet. I want to see. Okay. I I do want to see more after like I think after Endgame for me a lot of the same old. You know, like, oh, superheroes and bad guys and all yeah. that stuff where it's just the common hero's journey of, like, a character and, you know, then plug in all the side characters for coming up movies. Yeah, it's that's gonna gotten get, old. Yeah. It, it is, I mean, it's already gotten old. Yeah. I mean, and Endgame kind of was an end cap <laughs> for that. So, like, and they're trying to, and Marvel with the, the line that they set up seems like they're trying to subvert that a little bit by going, leaning more on genres yeah. than superhero genre, um, which I'm excited to see, but I do want to see more dark stuff mm-hmm. which yeah. i think they're i think marvel's gonna try with the new doctor strange which i'm actually really excited about yes um but as far as um dc goes to me dc has always been and this is just like don't hurt me, my feelings let me, no, no no let me preface like i don't know anything about dc other than like the main characters that that get their names thrown out which are like batman wonder Woman, superman uh flash that's kind yeah. of um, and all I've seen really is the Dark Knight, um, but for me, it's still that universe still represented something much more dark. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I've always appreciated that over Marvel because it's a lot more, you know, visceral and yeah, real. it feels more real. I always said it kind of like this: that Marvel is very happy-go-lucky. It's a good feeling movie, and mm-hmm. it's always going to be. I want to say like. It won't dig deep. It'll be too surface level almost. And like, it'll be a good feeling movie and you'll always be happy at the end, but it's going to be too surface level. And that's why I really like DCs because it's a lot. It's like the difference between like escapism and like going in to actually be affected by a movie. And Mm -hmm. see DC as the ones that would affect you. Now, not everyone does. And a lot of them fail to do that, but that's kind of the separation I see. Yeah. And that's personally why I go DC more often even if it's bad I mean I know if I was gonna like create my own pantheon of superheroes 
I would definitely lean more on DC yeah. with this universe, like the world building, maybe not the characters. Certainly. Yeah. But yeah, same joke. <laughs> same joke. Well, okay. Speaking about movies that are getting old, Star Wars. Hey, we're we back at it we, again. We got, we got the Wait, new... Wait, what's Star Wars? <laughs> um, so the new trailer released. We didn't talk about it last week, so I guess we can talk about it here. That's um, the rules. Have you seen it? The trailer? Um, I think so. Did we watch it in class? I think we did. Isn't With, it like, like 30, 30 seconds of like footage and then the rest is just kind of like yeah. the old film footage? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a nostalgia uh, trip. Yeah. yeah. The trailer. They're trying to guilt you into wanting to see it, basically. Yeah. Um, that's kind of right I mean I'm probably probably gonna see it anyways just yeah. because we've seen the other two I'm kind of invested at this point honestly I can't oh I don't know actually if I would see it even if all my friends go see it because at this point I don't know any like Ray yeah like I she's a name she means nothing <laughs> to me and, and Kylo Ren is like a soul meme like yeah. that's it I don't I don't nothing resonates with me at well, all yeah just to watching. read some of the headlines going for this trailer the new star wars rise of skywalker trailer is visually stunning <laughs> thoughts which 90 percent of his old film did you say that ray is visually stunning because that's what no. james would i mean that's that's not according wrong. to forbes the trailer is visually stunning it's also it's also subjective yeah oh boy <laughs> oh no according to them every shot is stunning that's an actual quote from their article oh boy every shot did they did they watch it <laughs> how much are they getting paid off also really did you lot. grab that mountain dew from the dorm before you came here yes i did I'm kind of proud of you about that i was super <laughs> thirsty then you was super thirsty then okay also um any ideas about the sith ray is it real? Is it a vision? Fake news. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's an actual thing. No, I don't. I don't think it's a fake. I mean, I don't think it's a real thing either. Um, I mean, this is me trying to muster some sort of care about it. Like, yeah. Um, if if it was if it was actual Sith Ray, and somebody told me that, and that was the only thing they told me about it, I might actually go see the movie. That is true. Yeah. I'm no, I would because. I think a lot of Star Wars was kind of about like that. I think something that Star Wars lost was about the dark side and then, you know, like um, rebelling against the powers that be. Yeah. And they kind of, now it's just about the Force and the Skywalkers. And destroying the evil empire all the time. Yeah. And I don't like that um, Mm -hmm. because it just kind of feels like a Transformers movie a lot of the time. Um, without Michael Bay without Michael R.I.P. <laughs> um, and I feel like if they actually did Rey going over to the dark side it would bring Star Wars back to being about like the hero's journey of like and there would be a lot to talk about and maybe like Kylo Ren could be the the good hero. guy See, I actually hero. did that, we talk about that was yeah, before we talked about this last week because I, I said something similar and I was yeah. like because the only Skywalker we know of is Kylo Ren so just have him quote rise or whatever oh, that would be actually what if they did that though like now I'm saying some, this I feel like this is we're actually not well, here's we're not what, stretching too much here's what I said I was like Okay, nobody likes any of the new characters in these movies except Poe Dameron. We all love that guy. He's the pilot guy. Oh, yeah. We all love him, but he never shows up, so who cares? Yeah. Also, 
I think they're also trying to include a new female actor in, or actress into the movie. There's a clip. They don't already have plenty. Like, yeah, the yeah. entire cast so, is female except Kylo. I think and, you know how uh, Rose was like tied to um, what's his name? Uh, yeah, the Boyega's yeah, character. John Boyega. That's his name. Just go on. I don't even know the character name. It's his name. Uh, Finn. 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 Yeah. Okay. Finn. Something. Yeah. No, it's no, just, I was, was going to say Finn Ryder from like Tango. <laughs> it's just Finn. That's a great movie. Because it closes his unit number was F N A four or something or another. Uh, I don't uh, know. That's clever. But you know how Rose was like tied to him in like every single thing you saw him, it was with her. Yep. So the no. new there's a clip in the trailer where it's not her anymore. It's a new person. I'm pretty sure. So I think they're trying to maybe because of all the hate of after last movie, they just like swept her out of the movie somehow. You know, I've said it before. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before, but if I did, I'm saying it again. The only thing I hate more than bad studio decisions are studios backing down from their bad decisions. Yeah, like stick to your guns, yeah. please. Yep. Yeah, that's that's. I feel like if they just kind of like ran with the punch that they took from that one decision and kind of just either put it on the back burner or somehow fixed it without drawing too much attention to it yeah like that would be fine yep, but yeah. just like try to do the same thing over again, again like no please not gonna go well uh, but i i am i did actually really like that uh mace wind no mace wind is the the black jedi who's the the guy that han knows i'm sorry this is like oh lando lando yeah yeah Rando. yeah no. there's only two of them in the entire universe and you couldn't remember his name. i'm sorry <laughs> Dude, I, I'm not a star. Kidding, I'm kidding. Go on. Yeah, give me talking about Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about, but um, yeah, no, I was actually excited to see that guy and him in the Millennium Falcon and stuff. That was that was actually interesting. I want to see where that goes. What he's yeah. doing there. He's too old to walk, so he just sits in the hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, no, it's just like a wheelchair. Like he oh, just goodness. he has the the cockpit open the whole time and flies around everywhere. I, imagine him like in a in like a blaster like war zone in a wheelchair <laughs> with a with like a giant like bowcaster or something. <laughs> Or, or he's just on the back of a Wookiee everywhere. That'd be pretty cool. That I actually like that. I'd yeah. watch it if that happened. Yeah. No matter how bad it was, why don't, why I'd love that. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't understand why these studios don't just kind of like have fun anymore. Well, like, like, I mean, I understand. I do yeah, understand. It'd get like, criticized so hard. I think Star Wars has gone to the point, though, where their best bet is just to lean into the crazy at this point and yeah. just run really, with it. It got really crazy last one, and I'm kind of yeah. not okay with it. Like, every last bit of, uh, was it Force Awakens? Last Jedi. Last Jedi. the most recent of the trilogy. Yeah, yeah Last Jedi was just uncomfortable. Yeah. The entire time, I was like, this does not feel right. <laughs> Why am yep. I watching this? Except the one scene that Van Reden likes is pretty. It it was pretty. What one scene? The scene when the ship like launches Climbing through all the other ships everything. and it's like this the pure silence of space and the light and it's all pretty and stuff. That one. I don't remember that. It's I mean that movie's kind of forgettable. It's very forgettable. But what movie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moving on with well, movies. there's oh, one one just one quote that I want to bring up yes, um, from this article Forbes. I'm just gonna rip this apart. Um, this line right here. They they basically call out Marvel and DC. What in they, this one statement, what they, say? they said there are plenty of franchises, and they say Marvel in quotes that have been criticized for leeching the color out of their films, especially when wanting to connote a more but serious tone. Wait, especially when wanting to connote a more serious tone, and then they call out DC. They call out DC, and then no but no one could ever accuse the rise of Skywalker of that. 
I'm going to accuse it of all of that. Yeah. I'm going to accuse it of every bit of that. And so they more. called out Marvel and DC for doing negative things, and they say Marvel. Rise of Skywalker is doing every part of that right. I'm kind of confused why they would call out Marvel, though. Like, I get DC, but yeah. Marvel is not their competitor. They're kind of on the same side right now. That's a poor business decision. This is, this is really hard to talk about this article comment and not just devolve into Nerd. the BS of... Uh, of movie criticism. Yeah. I like it's I have a problem with a lot of movie critics, specifically IGN. I hate IGN's movie critics. I turn they off all like stuff for Snapchat. Horrible. Yeah, like too. period. Anything movie related on Snapchat, I'm like, first of all, you're oh. always like two weeks late and second of all, you're always wrong. The only thing on, on on or no, no, you're you're just talking about Snapchat. Yeah. No, no I, don't I don't have Snapchat. Snapchat. But like, like lucky I don't I don't <sighs> I've been debating it. Um anyways with, with like uh, I used to follow a lot of movie accounts on on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I just I left them all because they were they were basically Wrong. what we were talking about. Yeah, they were all just stupid. They were political or something like that. Now all I follow is like cinematography ones, or memes or cinematography ones, which are basically just Dunkirk and Blade Runner forty two. They're, they're just frames of of Dunkirk and Blade Runner forty two yep. over and over and over again. Yep. But, all right, get some. So. Next topic, um, the Flash movie. They got a new director. Yep. Uh, uh, something and, Machete. Uh, Andy Mush- Machete. Machete. I think it's Machete. Okay, we'll do Machete. Um, he no, was, I'm not trying to make... He is a horror director, but yeah. um, Machete is awesome. <laughs> he directed the It movie and yep. It Chapter 2. Oh, okay. Um, the main point of this article is people are tending to think that the Flash is now going to be a horror movie. Or, like, have elements of horror in it. And so they got a quote from him, and he said, An element of horror? I don't think so. What captivated what captivated me about The Flash is the human drama in it. The human feelings and emotions that play in the drama of it, it's going to be fun. I can't promise that there will be any horror in it at all, but really, it's just a beautiful human story. So, like, what we pitched last week. Sure. Yeah, that wasn't that beautiful. But... <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> from what I've seen of his stuff, which is just it. Um, what what else has he done? Did, did you uh, see? Let me see. Well, while I look at um, of his stuff, I didn't really get much horror vibes as far as like classical horror. It is, I think it. I could I could see this being done because I really enjoyed it one, um, and it did feel very like human to me as far as like the kids go. Like it, it was it wasn't the best writing, but like it was it was done well enough. Yeah, uh, to feel like a fun story. Um, he has, and didn't feel like horror to me, but that's well, that's good. I have high standards. For that that'd be good for like the Flash director though, because mm-hmm. it is kind of just a drama. As far as the superhero stuff goes, it gets boring because he has no good villains. But yeah, <laughs> he hasn't done much. He did a short film in two thousand eight, uh, a foreign film in ninety nine, and then the two It movies. He's going to be doing the Flash, and apparently he's the director of Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. The the series or the was that movie. a movie? I don't know. They're making a movie? And they've made a movie. <laughs> They're making another in, in movie? In 2018. It's a 2018. Oh, this, this is part one. Oh, no. Oh. Well, that's not good, but at least he did it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... Who was... Y'all <clears throat> can educate me. Who was it before uh, for The Flash? Uh... So it's been like about maybe four different people at this point. Oh, okay, so they have it's been being a wreck. Like it was set to come out, I think, this year, 
and it got pushed back because they haven't they've been having a lot of struggle because of um, pretty much all the flack they got after Justice League and Suicide Squad. Like flack on the studio for the movies that they were making, or the, yeah, like, how's that? How's that stuff like? I'm asking you as a cinematic person. Yeah, I think that funnels down to replacing directors. Well, it's become an issue because a lot of directors. I think initially it's a lot of directors leaving the projects because they don't see where what they're getting involved in is not going to go well, no matter what they do. Yeah. Um, and also, I think part of it is the studio kind of losing losing faith in the project as a whole, mm-hmm. and getting either getting too involved or not involved at all. Okay. And. So it's gonna might fall apart oh, on that level. Speaking of DC um, and and bad projects, I'm just <laughs> assuming this is bad because the stuff I've seen for it just seems so god awful. Um, Swamp Thing. Do y'all know anything? I've about heard that? it went. It was really good, but got canceled very quickly. I never even heard of that. I got. I think got. I know Swamp Thing, like, but production like it wasn't because of like the audience response. It was something else that got involved. But interesting. I heard it was really good. Okay. But horror is in my genre, and so I kind of looked at it like, okay, cool. But I heard it was good. I don't know. Okay. Okay. It looked awful from what I saw, and that I saw when I saw it was DC. I'm like, they just keep going. Back. See, I heard like when the first episode came out, I heard amazing reviews on it of just audience reviews. They thought it was spectacular. Oh. I was like, I've never seen it. I have no idea. But Something cool. that I did hear was really good with DC Doom Patrol. What What is that? I've, I've heard really good things about that. The Doom Patrol is like, okay, you're aware of the X-Men? Yes. Okay, imagine the X-Men, but before the X-Men were created. It's a similar concept. It's about like outcasts being brought into this like team slash family type of element. So it seemed a more Umbrella Academy to me when I saw it. Umbrella Academy is like a ripoff of the X-Men, and the X-Men were a ripoff of the Doom Patrol. Okay. Um, The X-Men just got more popular. Yeah. The difference between the two is that DC's Doom Patrol is they're the whole freaks of nature that can't fit into society, Mm -hmm. but you actually see that, where with the X-Men they kind of just say it, but you never really see it. Yeah. And so that's why I like the Doom Patrol a little bit better. But the series, I only watched the first episode, it was kind of crap, but I heard it got better, so I don't know. Okay. Um, you were saying Flash? Yeah. Uh, former Flash directors are now trying to work on a Dungeons & Dragons movie. So, that's what their career has turned to. Well, <laughs> clearly they're going to do something worse somehow. Yeah. How did they come up with something worse? Uh, Alright, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey got a trailer this week. Yeah, and um, apparently it is reviving the magic of a movie trailer, according to this Would you guys article. like to see it real quick? Yeah. I don't sure. think either of you have seen it. I, I'm it's very short, see. so we've got plenty of time for it. Birds. And you said this is DC Universe? Uh, yeah, it's a DC, the movie. Okay. That's, that's essentially it. Essentially the yeah. birds of prey in the comic books are just a bunch of females, like superheroes that working off them. That's about it. Also, yeah, yeah I know that's going to be so bad to listen to later. I got... I got a lot of uh, DC's version, version of Deadpool vibes from that. Yep. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be good. I just saw Suicide Squad again. Yep. Except Wham this time. And gay Ewan McGregor. Mm. True story. Cool. Cool. What well, else is there to talk about that? Not much? Not much. That's pretty much it. Doesn't all look right. good. We all kind of confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> cool. This is a very negative podcast. For the End of podcast. news. So, Van Reno, mm. you know what time it is? No. It's time for relationship advice. Yeah, let me start. Relationship <laughs> advice with Van Reno.
Why don't we pin it on the new guy? Do you have any relationship advice? Do I have any relationship Give us the best advice. I have all the relationship advice. Oh, okay. No, I don't. I really don't. You said you did. Give us something, anything. Doesn't need to be theme or just like literally anything. I'm anything. Help me. I don't know, man. Just dad along. That's that's really it. Honestly, All right. You gotta assert, Hot takes. You gotta assert your dominance. Just dad along. <laughs> oh gosh. And that's relationship advice. Yeah, you're welcome. That was really good. Yeah, I'm then, proud of that. And then if they say no, you just pull a fat lip. You know. Put the Uno reverse card on him. Yeah. yeah. Or the Yu-Gi-Oh reverse card. That's the more powerful version. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, to get into what this show is apparently about, which is pitchies. Which we have. Also, what time does library close? In, uh, <laughs> we have to be out of here in like 25 minutes. Oh, well, I'll do it quickly then. Okay. Yeah. So, imagine a world where DC stopped making movies and gave me all the power of them. That's a horrible idea. This is the world we're living in today. I'm scared. Help me. Okay. So, Gabe? Yes. You might be confused because you haven't seen a DC film, and I'm not going to summarize very much of it for you. Okay. So, there's been a couple of DC movies that came out that'll keep exactly the same in my pitches. I already did The Flash the way I wanted to do it. Um, Man of Steel and Shazam are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. Um, I'll go over the Man of Steel with you after the show. Um, Aquaman, I made a minor tweak, but the entire thing essentially stays the same. Um, Justice League and Suicide Squad are out, out completely. I don't want to see those ever again. <laughs> and I'll do that in another episode, how I would do that. But today, my focus are the films Batman v Superman and Wonder Woman. So, don't, don't give me that look. Stop, stop, don't <laughs> even look at me. I'm not. Don't, okay. So, there were like a couple major issues with Batman vs Superman. One of them was they put way too many characters in the film. Did they? Wonder Woman? Yeah. Was completely unnecessary. Um, they tried to jam in The Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg all near the end of nowhere. And they tried to launch the cinematic universe from their second movie. And it was just too rushed yeah. and too congested. Um, I'm not going to have Batman use guns. Batman used guns in that movie. Big mistake. I don't really mind him killing. I just don't think it should be too apparent that he is, because all the on-screen Batmans are murderers, if you really look closely. Um, Lex Luthor is, like, the worst villain ever in this film. I liked him. He just... He needs a little tweaking. I like Jesse Eisenberg. I like him, too. Um, and Doomsday, which is basically DC's Hulk, shows up at the end as a brainless monster to kill Superman. It's bad. So, my rewrite addresses all of these. Um... You know, we'll do Wonder Woman another day, because we were running a long time. Yeah. Let's just do that. Because we probably should only go for like 15 more minutes. Okay, so, first point, I'm not putting in Wonder Woman at all. She had a pretty major role in that movie, but it's unimportant, I can cut it. Yeah. Wonder Woman's out, no Aquaman, no Cyborg. The dream sequence, which I think was just about anyone's fav- everyone's favorite action sequence. Yeah. Um, the Flash shows up at the end and is like, just watch out, oh, yeah. Lois Lane, she's the key. Whatever, don't don't be stupid. Find us. I'm keeping that. That's the only thing I will keep of these other characters. It yeah. seems a little out of place, but I plan to work it in a little bit later. Um, Batman, no guns at all. 
he um he will be more brutal because the way this movie set him up was as a guy who lost Robin, guy who's been jaded and he needs to he really needs like is really letting the darkness consume him. Like even Alfred is like that there's a fever of rage and powerlessness that is turning good men cruel, referring to Bruce Wayne. So it that needs to be shown, but not to the point of him murdering people all the time. Um, my major fix, my primary focus, was with Lex Luthor and Doomsday. Jesse Eisenberg, I think probably one of his greatest roles ever, was Mark Zuckerberg. Yep. Amazing role, very well portrayed, and I wanted to kind of fit that kind of genius into Lex Luthor, because I never got the feeling of that in this movie. So the entire movie, his entire plot, was he was trying to get the world to see Superman the way he saw Superman, as this evil god from another planet who wants to basically destroy the world in some way. What was it? All like angels don't come from the sky, but from below? Or demons come from the sky? I don't remember how the quote went. I don't remember. Something along those lines. Um, yeah, devils come from, from the sky. That was his thing. Okay. Because he flipped the painting upside down or whatever. Because he's a psychopath. Um, so, there's a line in the movie that a lot of people thought was stupid, other than Martha. And that was, do you bleed? And so I kind of focused on that and I went, Lex Luthor has created many different plans to stop Superman. This guy's a super genius. In the comic books, he's cured cancer and then didn't even give out the cure because he's just that much of a douchebag. Like... He needs to be that smart, but still that evil. Instead of him using all this Kryptonian technology and stuff to create Doomsday to defeat Superman, rather, it should all be his own technology. Instead of creating Doomsday, he creates a villain known as Bizarro. We will never call him Bizarro because that's a dumb name. But it worked. But it's a dumb name. But he will create Bizarro and we won't call him that. But if you're a comic book nerd, you'll be like, oh, that's Bizarro. Good for comic book nerds, I guess. Um... But then IGN will be like, did you notice that this secret person in the movie was Bizarro? I can't control IGN. I can only control my movie, okay? <laughs> so Bizarro in the comic books is a clone of Superman who is basically completely controlled by Lex and is kind of dumb. Um, he kind of has somewhat of the reverse powers of Superman. Like Superman has the heat, the laser vision, heat vision, isn't it? And freeze breath and... Bizarro can basically breathe fire like a flamethrower and has freeze eyes. It's completely opposite what? for some reason. I don't understand comics. This, this is the this is in the comics and this is in the comics and the cinematic universe. What they did with this is what I'm doing with it. Oh, this is what you're doing with Bizarro. Yes. Okay. Doomsday was just the Hulk, essentially. Yeah. Okay. The bad Hulk. Yeah, bad Hulk. Um, stronger. But yeah. Okay. So, Bizarro. So the movie opened with, like, the entire action sequence of Metropolis seeing it from the ground situation. Imagine, for Gabe who hasn't seen the movie, imagine seeing a movie where there's a superhero on the ground, let's say, like, Daredevil, in the Battle of New York from the Avengers, and he's seeing the destruction, and he blames the Avengers for the destruction, essentially. That's kind of Batman's arc with Superman. Um, that's why he wants to fight Superman. So Lex Luthor's entire goal should be Get Batman to fight Superman because Batman can make Superman bleed because he needs the blood to then create the clone of Superman. Mm -hmm. The clone of Superman in which he'll use to let the world see Superman as the devil he thinks he is. 
Thus, the battle goes on. They say Martha or whatever and stop fighting. I'm not going to change it because I don't know how to fix that. There's no good way to fix it. Um, and then you get a battle between Superman and Bizarro that mirrors the Superman and Zod fight from Man of Steel. But this time Superman's learned not to destroy buildings and kill people. So there's less destruction. He's clearly learned from that and people are kind of seeing him more as a hopeful hero in this battle. Okay. Until Bizarro hits a building and destruction starts to happen. Mm. So Superman has to decide whether he's going to go stop Bizarro from causing more damage or immediately save the people who are near him. At this point, Batman gets involved. Because Batman has been training the entire movie to fight Superman. Thus, he is perfect for fighting Bizarro, the clone of Superman. So Batman can take care of Bizarro, Superman saves the people, Superman's the symbol of hope, thus thwarting Luthor's schemes. You kill Bizarro, I don't really care what you do with Bizarro, he can be detained, whatever. Doesn't really matter. He doesn't need to come up again. Luthor will get away with his scheme, because Luthor's smart enough to not leave any breadcrumbs back to him. Does he still get branded? He didn't get branded in the movie. Yeah, he did? No. He punched next to his head. Oh, I thought they got his chest. Nope. But he, that scene will still happen. Okay. But not in the prison. In this scene, Batman, of course, being the detective he is, figured out that Luthor was connected um, and still does the not-branding thing. He's like, I'll, I'll come for you if you do anything dumb. Um, and Superman's like, you know what, Batman? We make a good team. Good job, us. Let's team up more often and make more superhero teams. And Batman's going to be like, you're a moron. Screw superhero teams. Because that was a major thing they missed in um, Justice League. The issue was that Batman's formed the Justice League and Batman is known as a guy who doesn't like being part of superhero teams. And it just didn't make any sense. Especially after he lost Robin, he won't want to work with anyone. Especially not anyone as young as the Flash. So, if you have Superman being more interested in doing that, Batman against it, it adds that contrast is the word I'm looking for. It adds that contrast. Um, so, essentially, in credit scene, Luthor says he's thinking about running for office. In the comic books, Lex Luthor has become president, and I'd be setting that up for later. Okay. And that is my little fix to the third act of Batman v Superman. My version. The rest of it can stay the same, especially Martha. I like Martha. Do we... Okay. Do you want to give your opinions on that over the, the movie, or should I go over this as a standalone because I have nothing to compare it to? I have one suggestion. Okay. Even though we like Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. A recast. Who we who would we recast it to? That's my question. Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang. <laughs> no. I why? That would be really funny. That would be funny, but... And he's much more of a visual, like, he looks like a genius. See, I just... Because the way I or was... special, I don't know. The way I was kind of approaching it was, which is why I didn't consider recasting, was because Jesse Eisenberg... There's, like, this thing that has been theorized for so long that Mark Zuckerberg would run for office, political oh. office. And I thought that could be a good mirror to reality since... But he's a lizard. So is so Lizard Man. So is Jesse Eisenberg. What's your point? All right. Lex, Lex Luthor can also be a secret lizard later. <laughs> lizard Luthor. Can we just get Mark He becomes. <laughs> Honestly, I would love that. <laughs> that would be, he that becomes would be Doomsday. 
I love it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think if you'd read cast, you need somebody a little more Lex Luthor like mm-hmm. than weird like. Do y'all do y'all like uh, Ben Affleck as Batman? I personally do, but that's I liked him. controversial. See, I like the killing. You want him to keep killing? Sure. I'm just cutting off the guns. That's all I care about. He can keep killing all he wants. So he doesn't use guns. guns. Yeah, they use guns in that movie. What? Yeah, people didn't like that. I don't like that. Nope. I mean, I didn't either. I don't like any superheroes using guns at all, ever. This is what I said about it. I mean, Red Hood. What I said about it, because I think a lot of people didn't realize that the times he uses guns, one is in like this future. Like this alternate future dream sequence that they have in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then every other time he's just using the guns on his cars, which he also does in The Dark Knight. So I'm like, yeah. like, I get your point, but it's kind of hard to argue it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe, maybe, if, you know, you're dealing with a god like Superman. That's, yeah. That's different. Oh, he did use machine guns on him. So he does use guns a second. <laughs> But I, I I will say, say I did, did not like I don't, I don't like um what's his what's his face is Batman the Dark Knight one um, oh Christian Bale Christian Bale yeah. you actually don't like that I don't, I don't like, like Christian Bale as Batman I, I Christian Bale does I just, I just don't like, like Christian Bale as an actor really bold okay that's bold I agree with you on Batman to me like he's not okay Christian Bale to me is. This is, this is quite, quite a statement. statement. But he, he gives, gives me the same vibes that Brie Larson gives me. Where I'm just oh, like, can oh, you make a different face, please? Oh. And, like, and like, I've seen American Psycho, and that blew my mind. mind. That was a wonderful performance, but everything else that I've seen him in. We're watching The Prestige tonight. And Machina. I'm kidding. Okay, I haven't seen that. I want to see that. I haven't seen Machinist. Oh. Okay, what you need to do is watch The Machinist and then transition into the one where he played as, um, what's his name? Dick. <laughs> what are you talking about? Dick Cheney, oh, the president, uh, oh, assistant oh, 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 or whatever. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Vice president. That, but I know what you're talking about. He went from like a skeleton to a fat man. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, he's committed. Yeah. 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 He he's, he's like, like a, a little method, method actor, actor basically. Yep. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, as far as, as I mean, I'm, I'm sure, sure he's probably a great actor. actor. I just don't like watching him act. I don't like his facial expressions. I don't. It's like you know those. Those people, people that are just around, around. you're like, I don't like looking at you or talking to you. I know. They <laughs> have one right next to me. me. So, so that, that for that reason, reason <laughs> for that reason, I, I don't like, like him as Batman. But that, I know that's completely subjective. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know, who's, who's, who's like a dream Batman for y'all? For me, it's been, like, honestly. Really? Like, a lot of people hate it, but, like, I loved him. Cause are we not getting a Robert Pattinson Batman? When I heard that, I thought. Oh, we are. Oh, are we not now? I think we are. There was also like, like, that because, because every there was okay. So, so news time. Again. Let's wrap this up. Honestly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was Batman we love. People went crazy about Robert Pattinson becoming a new Batman, but really he hadn't even auditioned yet. And so yeah. people that were doing the audition got mad at him, and his chances decreased. Yep. Okay. Well, sadly, we are running out of our screen time in this room. Yeah. Uh, I liked the pitch. Yeah. But thank you. I think uh, for not ever seeing Batman v Superman, that could be done very well. Uh, and, thank you. And it can be done very bad, just like any other screenplay. Thank you. Um, as far as, as, far as a superhero movie, um, I, I, that's that's just a story that I'm not sure I'd be interested in, unless I was more invested in DC characters. But, that's fair. Yeah. 
See, Man of Steel would be the setup, so I think that might help. Okay, yeah, maybe. But, um, yeah, well, that is the show. Yep. Um, if you got thoughts on my Batman v Superman, let me know. You can um, contact us at Pitch About It on Instagram and Pitch About It Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. I don't think we got any submissions from last we week. We did not get a single submission. Right. Mostly because I never uploaded our second episode. Um, it's my fault. I'll upload it tomorrow. I hate you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, special thanks to Matthew Van Ness, um, Sophia Blake, and J-Man for all of our themes. I always forget to credit them. Oh, really I forgot that was thank- happening. Yeah, thankful for the music. I'll try to credit you guys every episode. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening and subscribing and telling your friends and leave us a review. Leave us a couple nice words because it will help Van Rien sleep this week. I sleep fine without you guys. He's going to need it. He's been struggling really hard. He's so lonely. And thanks for listening. Bye. Gabe, say bye. Bye. Okay. Here's a fun fact, Van Rena. Mm. Gabe hasn't seen any of the DC movies. It's not a bad thing. Outside of Dark Knight. Outside of Dark Knight. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. We're really, You're really not missing incredibly much. Man of Steel was good, though. I saw. It. I almost watched that again yesterday. I want to watch it again. When are we going to watch We'll watch it again with Gabe. He hasn't seen it. Yes, okay. please. Because cool. I, I think Henry Cavill is like one of the sexiest men alive. So. It's not wrong. Fun facts. <laughs>